Long ago, in a world not unlike our own, a sacred text was forged by combining the pieces of several much better fantasy series into a single tome. The result was a book so powerful, so terrible, so confidence-shatteringly embarrassing that it was immediately buried in a desk drawer and left to rot. And there it stayed, gathering dust and fading into the dark annals of history. That is, until now. Rupture is a 252-page odyssey through the mind of an 11-year-old idiot. Now, 12 years after it was written, that same boy is cracking open the book once more and discovering what it is to feel shame. After this, he'll wish he'd left his past behind and that which he killed would stay buried. Stay Buried, Chapter 5. Return to Gale. When this comes out, I'm going to be immediately canceled for my comments about the Irish in the past episode. So, <laughs> you a car bomb in your parking lot a little bit. Um, you're not helping. That was a that was a joke to the tr- about the troubles. That was uh, anyway. So, welcome back to Stay Buried. Uh, my name is Newton Holt. Uh, I wrote a book when I was 11 years old. I'm deeply ashamed of it. And this podcast is about us diving in and. Uh, Figuring out why I'm so ashamed of it. Uh, I'm joined by my fellow, my friends, sorry, my fellow friends. I am Nick. I'm Kevin, friend of the people. I'm Zach. Uh, I'm Elijah, and we actually record this podcast naked, and there's no video to disprove that. <laughs> um, it gets sweaty sometimes. I, <laughs> only Elijah is naked. Don't. <laughs> Don't listen to him. We're all very uncomfortable right now. We, <laughs> we, we, we push on. All right. Uh, well, we are in uh, uh, chapter five now, which is the sixth episode. Uh, and things are starting to get spicy. So let's dive right in. Chapter five, return to Gale. Where are we going exactly, Joe? Cooed Will as they dashed around another corner. Surprisingly enough, after running about a mile, the scrawny little wimp could endure sprinting for a while. <laughs> He was tougher than her looked. I want to make a new prediction. There's going to be an emotionally charged moment, I think, between Will and Joe in this chapter. Maybe while he's consoling him over the death of his parents. I don't know. There's only so many words that could describe a person making noise with their mouth. And you'd already used all the other ones. It's very much like an amateur writer thing to just pepper in like a bunch of like speaking tags mm-hmm. where they don't need to exist. So like... If you read a book, most of them is just sad. And this is... Are you reading on? No, I'm just <laughs> imagining how he's... Where are we going exactly, Joe? <laughs> it's like, your parents are dead. Come on. Why are you quick, 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 that helps, man. Why are you taking me, Joe? <laughs> First, we need to go to Sarah's to make sure she's safe. For the witch said she came from Gale as well. Joe, after that, we need to go back to Gale. We need to get away from this place. Uh, apparently, half-bloods aren't really liked here. Joe, I know someone we can go to. His name is Quintus. I hope he isn't still angry at me. Will stopped in his tracks. Joe, what about my parents? They're, they're petrified. How can we save them? Joe swerved around to face him. Oh, Will, maybe there's a cure. In Gale! He hoped this would get him to come. Well, what is what exactly is the problem? I mean, like, what are they running from? What what is uh, what is the danger here? Are they worried that another person's going to come after them? Or? Yeah, I think so. Okay, 
Because, but well, how many people from Gale are on Earth? Because no, no. It seems to be more dangerous to go to Gale. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This witch is now dead. Who else is Wait, there? People from Gale are trying to kill us. Let's go to Gale. <laughs> Let's go to Gale. <laughs> it's a horrible idea. Yeah. It seems like half-bloods aren't really liked here. There's nothing that indicates that. They were very clearly going after the parents. Right? I mean, the the, the witch could have turned them into stone, right? I mean, she just like pointed a finger at him and zap, zap, yeah. stone time. Well, I'm sure she was going to zap, zap, stone time, Will, if... Oh, uh, if Joe, Joe had her. Yeah. <laughs> After the season her. ends and we inevitably make like the stage musical, Zap Zap Stone Time is going to be one of the uh, songs. <laughs> Will clenched his fists. I don't know. I don't want to go. Joe tried another approach. Well, right now, we need to get to Sarah's. If we don't, she could be dead by now. The color drained out of Will's face. Then I will come. No one must hurt her. Joe smiled. Ringer, he thought. Ringer, he thought. <laughs> what? <is> what? <laughs> He's got a catchphrase, I guess. Right? A, a ringer. <laughs> I think it means like you know, got him. I I I convinced him to go with me. If if Joe is wearing a hat at this point, it is now turned backwards. <laughs> ringer. <laughs> ringer. It's just kind of awkward that Joe feels like he needs to con Will. Into helping him out, I guess. Yeah, I know. I don't know. It's a weird dynamic. Ringer just... makes it seem like I just took 50 bucks off you. Right. Not, I'm trying to save your life. If... Like, like Joe has ulterior motives besides that like that aren't pure, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe that's it. And we just aren't privy to that yet. <laughs> just, I don't know what they would be, but... <laughs> he just wants to go to Gale because it's cool, right? Oh, he doesn't yeah. actually care about any of this. I think that's really what it is. Right? <laughs> he thinks Gale is cool and wants to go back to... Someone, someone like drops, breaks a vase. Oh crap! It's not safe here. We gotta go to jail. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's ice cream machine is broken. Crap! I bet they have great ice cream in Gale. Well, actually, the ice cream machine machine breaks in Gale, and the one <laughs> yeah, influences the one here. As they neared the the house, a burst of red flash erupted from the window. A scream and a cackle followed. Sarah, shouted Will, bursting through the door. A strange thing occurred. Sarah was sprawled on the ground, holding her arms in the air. She was staring with a look of horror at a tall, black-clothed creature. It was about seven feet tall, with a long, draping cloak. Armor was worn over that, long iron arms. The only skin visible was its forehead and glowing red eyes. The skin was gray and wrinkled. The creature turned to Joe. Who are you? Are you the son of Carius Morgan? I can sense it in your aura. And you, it turned to Will swiftly, must be the son of Circe Zeus. And she must be the daughter of Zenon Kim. I have only been sent here to destroy the girl, but I guess I can dispose of you as well. I know for a fact that I did not add S's to as because as a kid, I was like, that's going to look like ass. <laughs> Someone's going to yell at me. That's why I only copy and paste the word assassin. So I don't have to type ass twice. <laughs> the irony being that nobody read it, read it so nobody could yell at you. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I, I am, I'm having a really hard time picturizing who, who this <laughs> <laughs> who who this villain is? <laughs> Long, 
gray metal arms? It's a Dementor, basically. Yeah, right? yeah. Well, I mean, Dementor with armor. I'm assuming right? there's some, like, oh, it's like a Nazgul. Yeah, like a witch king yeah, sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm assuming there's okay. some, like, uh, like snaky kind of qualities. I don't, I don't, I don't know, know why you would that. think that. <laughs> <laughs> Said the peanut gallery. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, well, I guess it, it'll tell us. A chill went down yeah. Joe's spine. The creature looked at him with flaming eyes and a wicked smile. What are you? The creature looked at Will, then at Sarah. I am a witch. Can't you tell? <laughs> can, can you not tell? Can you not tell? Joe had the urge to strike the creature in the throat. <laughs> His signature move. <laughs> There's a manga to be made here. He had, he had the urge. Like, I've got the throat. Gotta do it. That throat looks like it needs a good punch. When in doubt, throat punch. Do we know? Do we remember where he punched uh, Quintus earlier? Was it was it a throat? Was his face, I think, which is why he didn't die. Yeah. If he would have punched him in the throat. He would have been. That nymph punch would have. That's made it. You know, you know that like you know that trope like when you're on like a raft abandoned at sea and like you know your your crewmate's head starts turning to like a chicken or whatever. Like yeah. do you think like when Joe's in trouble, he just sees necks everywhere. <laughs> He's like, "There's the target." Every problem looks like a neck if you got a fist. <laughs> I'm really going in on Joe's like this master boxer. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he he would have learned it from all his scuffles that he's been in. Oh, he yeah, knows yeah, how to throw sure. a good punch. I, that that implies that he fights dirty in these like <laughs> after school at three o'clock fights. So, so what's so this person is a witch, but the last person was also a witch. No, no, they were a hag. I oh, there's a difference. I, I just looked back and it was described as a witch. Then this is a witch. It's a witch king. Meta knowledge. I think they're different. Okay. But I think this is just the Witch King from Lord of the Rings. Um, gotcha. Because, yeah, it says right here the witch cackled is what the last one did. Yeah, maybe that was like a colloquial witch, and this oh, is more this of a is definitional an... witch. Ah, I gotcha. I'm even more confused as to why the other one turned into a hot 18 year old girl. <laughs> and this one, like, like, that still doesn't make any Man, sense. Man, I'm really to... hoping she also turns into a hot 18 year old girl. Was she trying to seduce Will? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just his 11-year-old fantasy. That's what I'm <laughs> Cool senior, like, hippie girl. <laughs> and the, the plump mom joins in. <laughs> the Pixar mom. Joe had the urge to strike the creature in the throat, the same place he had struck the other being. Why are you here? To destroy you. How did you get here? Using the sealther. There's only two. Now they are both in the same dimension, then. Joe clenched his fist. <laughs> oh boy. Winding up. This is the beginning of the anime sequence. Streaks of color are going past it. Yeah. He flared his nostrils as the witch bent down and tapped Sarah on the neck. She screamed as all her veins bulged, making oh. her look like a large blue blob. Oh my god. That's a very oh. visceral imagery there. Yeah. Like, kind of just sounds like uh, Willy Wonka. <laughs> chocolate factory, right? But with blood. <laughs> Joe clenched his fist. He flared his nostrils as the witch bent down and tapped Sarah on the neck. 
She screamed as all of her veins bulged, making her look like a large blue blob. Help! she screamed. The witch laughed as it turned to Will. She will die in a matter of minutes, and only I have the antidote. Now you're next. It reached forward, watching the trembling Will closely. Joe guessed it was smiling. It touched Will in the side of the neck. The same thing occurred. Joe felt in his pocket for his hunting knife. <laughs> he had a hunting knife this whole time? And yet he this... chooses to punch. That tells you a lot about a man. I know. The fact that he has a hunting knife in his pocket tells me a lot about Joe. <laughs> he brought the hunting knife, expecting... Like he was going to Will's house to play D and D and spend the night, and he brought up for protection. For protection, I in case Will got a little do, too handsy. Do you, guys, <laughs> do you guys think he brings us to school? Oh, for sure, absolutely, absolutely, that kind of kid for sure. Yeah. He's definitely just like a rough around the edges kid. Like, I know, but can you imagine getting into a fight at school and then admin finds out you've got a knife in your pocket? Hunting knife. That's like, they, they never check his pockets. <laughs> Also, you gave up on like the S's. And I know. The, uh, I, just sure. immediately. I was like, oh, I'm hitting this key too many times. <laughs> Wait for it, he urged himself. The witch turned toward him and instead of moving in slowly, jumped forward. Joe rolled forward as the witch's sharp fingers tapped his neck, but harder. Blood started to pour out. He fought the urge to lie down and die and turned on his heel to face the witch. The figure spun like ways. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> it, it, it spun to face him as well, I guess. Likewise? Uh, yeah, likewise. But, uh, but it's directional, so it's like ways. <laughs> <laughs> the figure spun likewise and glared at Joe, but the boy was too quick. Suddenly, a knife was flying through oh the air. Gosh. The witch gave out a wail of pain, blue blood pouring from its chest. It swayed on the spot gave an evil look to the three dying children, then surrendered his Wait, soul Joe? to death. You can throw knives, too. <laughs> Joe's freaking cool, man. It only takes one knife to take out a witch king. Uh, it was a hunting knife, so pretty big. That's true. <laughs> he gave an evil look as if, like, this witch will give any other kind of look. <laughs> it's given one look this whole time. Also, I don't know what its face looks like. I don't know... It, it's red it, eyes. Its face is covered up, except its eyes and its forehead. So, like from like the nose down, it's covered, and then like like the eyes and like a little I, bit. I of was it. half expecting it to be like Witch King, like no man can kill me, and then Witch is like I'm twelve, <laughs> <laughs> or Joe. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't seem like it takes much to kill a witch, though. Like <laughs> I guess not. No. They're down. Yeah. I mean, just like the hag earlier, right? You know, one hit. Yeah, that's it. I, that's why it's surprising all these like powerful magical parents are just like can't do anything just rolling yeah. over yeah <laughs> um cersei or mr zeus or whatever just went hey you stop that <laughs> and then died <laughs> like it either speaks to the weakness of the parents or the strength of joe you know? i think i think it's definitely both joe is <laughs> immensely powerful <laughs> this is kind of hitting on that stranger things vibe where it's like fighting other worldly worldly things with like baseball bats and slingshots <laughs> yeah i like it. <laughs> This is part of me that like actually is digging part of this. Uh, yeah. yeah, I like the like description of a bit better. Yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what? <laughs> Tall praise, I know. Then surrendered his soul to death. <laughs> like that's that that's a legit way to write like something dying, you know. Also, it's a capital D death. Like death yeah, is a character. Like death so. is a stand. I mean, maybe he is. I do not know. <laughs> we continue. Joe felt his veins bulge as he fumbled towards the witch. 
He reached into its pocket and fished out a vial of green liquid. He dipped a bit on his arm and on Will's and Sarah's, and they returned to normal. What was that? Sarah screamed, turning on her pink-clad heels. A witch, said Will. Why was there a witch in my living room, and why did it turn my parents to stone? Joe put a hand on her arm. Sit down. She did, and he explained everything from the history of Gale to explaining that her mother was a nomad, whatever that was, and his father was a nymph. The whole time, Sarah just nodded as if she knew everything was true. We need to get to my house, shouted Joe, dashing from the house in desperation. Wait, shouted Will as he jumped over a large rock on some person's lawn. Wait, shouted Will as he jumped over a large rock on some person's lawn. (laughs) (laughs) Parkour, man. Set the scene. (laughs) The guy's just out there like, man, I hate mowing around this thing. Why did I get this? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe we're in like Arizona or something and that's like, that's lawn decorations there. And then, you know, he could have gone around the rock or avoided it, but no. Will vaulted over the rock. It, it definitely says something to Will's character right there. It would have been kind of cute if it was like a lawn gnome, because then like it's magical and and or a lawn nymph, maybe. <laughs> I've never seen one of those before. Also, Will's half elf. Of course, he can jump over the large rock. Right, he does. He, anti gravity powers. Yeah. <laughs> every time, every time a neighborhood suburban kid shoots a nerf with a BB gun or a gnome with a BB gun, it uh, kills a gnome in jail. Actually. As well. <laughs> The creatures came to your houses. They must have gone to mine. My father holds the sealther. We need to get there now. They burst through the door as darkness flooded the streets. The crows were now suddenly flying over the house in circles, as if suddenly the south that they flew to in the winter was now cut down to the size of a two-story house. Wait, <laughs> that's good. That's really good. That's phenomenal. I, I really don't understand that. Can you explain it to me? <laughs> yeah. yeah. They were flying as if the south that they normally fly to is the uh, size of a two-story house. So the direction is now the house? <laughs> I don't think it makes any sense at all, actually. <laughs> Do you know, crows fly south for the winter? Yep. And so now... I think so, man. So what are we doing, guys? Oh, we're flying south for the winter. It's like, oh, what's that? It's a two-story house in uh, Palo Alto. Dad, shouted Joe, kicking the door in and off its hinges. (laughs) (laughs) Kicking the door in and off its hinges. He's just this Mr. Incredible type. Meathead, an absolute meathead. Like, it doesn't, like, like the door doesn't fold in and fall down. Like, he kicks the door straight forward, (laughs) is what I'm imagining. (laughs) It travels across the entire house and actually goes through the back door. (laughs) He's just so, like, powerful. And he's just always peppered in in these weird moments. (laughs) Nymph strength, man. <laughs> Nymph string. <clears throat> a burst of red light erupted from the living room as Joe, followed by Will and Sarah, dashed in. A creature just like the one at the house of Will's house. <laughs> <laughs> a young hip girl with a tie-dyed shirt. Oh man. another one. Well, we know how to deal with those, right? <laughs> she had long red and curly hair. She smiled as she pointed a long brown wand at her father's thro- at his father's throat. Get away from my father! He shouted, dashing forward and drawing his knife. The girl turned to him. 
swishing the wand reciting an odd spell, making Joe, Will, and Sarah fly against the back wall. They slammed into it with a yelp. Their backs vibrated with such force they dropped to their knees. The girl drew another wand and pointed it at Carrie. <laughs> Do a dual wielding. Akimbo. Look out, John Woo. We have a competitor. The girl drew another wand and pointed one at Carius and the other at the children. I haven't properly introduced myself. My name is Roan. I am the leader of the hags. We are the only race of Gaelites that live on Earth. We disguise ourselves as what you call hippies. When does this take place? Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> we're not in the 70s, right? All hippies are hags. Is that what we're getting here? Fact. <laughs> so, so what was it? Uh, Woodstock was just a uh, hag con, basically. Is this whole thing just like a, a communist like prop piece? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> anti-communist. The hippies are hags. You see, <laughs> from another dimension, we must rid the earth of them. A little Republican newt, we call them. <laughs> Let us go! Shouted Sarah. No, said the hag with a half smile. Her wand held them against the wall in such a position they couldn't move. As I was saying, we are everywhere, so wherever you go in this world, you can't escape us. We will always find you. If you manage to escape me, which you won't, I will send the rest of us hags to find you and kill you. Joe twitched his fingers, surprised he could feel them. He slowly moved his arm but it was like trying to press a hand into deep water. It was impossible. I don't think, that's true. <laughs> I don't think Joe's ever tried to do that. What does that mean? I mean, you ever wear like long sleeves, you don't want to get them wet, and it's like, uh, that's as far as I'm going to Maybe that's like, you know, like your your hand is submerged already. You ever, try, that, to, you try, ever try to reach into a pool? You can't. It's impossible. <laughs> what does that mean? Yeah, why, why, why was that what you came up with to illustrate that it was like impossible? Yeah, impossible yeah. to move. There's a hundred ways yeah. you can talk about that. <laughs> hundred things that are impossible. So without further ado, I must bid thee goodbye. She waved her arm for just a moment, reciting a death word. During this fraction of a second, Joe grabbed his knife and thrust it. The knife sunk into the hag's shoulder. She recoiled, waving her wand, saying a death word. With a flash of red light, a man died. Does that mean just a random man? <laughs> or a man in the room? So. I think it means someone in this room. Did she misfire then? Like the the, the is that what happened? Like the mailman is coming. Up. <laughs> 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 Not the death word. Why is the mailman here at nine p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> it was a long day, all right. <laughs> I mean, I don't get paid enough to deliver this mail. <laughs> 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 I think I'm trying to create suspense, but what's funny is also like there's only one man in this room. Well, Joe and Will, right? They're not men; they're boys. Oh, oh so his true. dad died. Maybe. I mean, he's the only. Is he even mm -hmm. in the room? It's not yeah. been mentioned yet. Really. Yeah, because when they when they she they walked in, she was pointing. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. at his throat, I think. Yeah. I like. I just like the. She said a death word. Like you can't even make up a no. death word. It's like, oh yeah, she said a death word. Trust me, <laughs> Trust me. it was it was cool. <laughs> Roan coughed and ripped the blade from her shoulder. She hissed as she saw the blue blood pour from her wound. With a scowl, she raised her other hand. Her other arm was as limp as a noodle. It had returned to hag form and was wrinkled and purple. The hag swore and jumped forward. 
Will leapt forward as well and knocked Roan out of the air. They both tumbled to the ground. Go! Run! shouted Will. An orb rolled from Roan's pocket. Sealther rolled forward in reach of Joe's reach. <laughs> Joe jumped forward, grabbing Sealther quickly. He quickly ripped his tape recorder from his pocket, the one he used to record his father saying the words to go into Gale. He pressed play quickly, rubbing Sealther roughly. Then they were gone. The only body that didn't pass to Gale was the dead one. Carius Morgan would never visit Gale again. Shoot, man. That's a pretty good line right there. (laughs) So the other parents are like turned to stone, but Carius is like dead. dead. Shoot. Will he come back by the end? That's a pretty bold move to orphan all three of your main characters in the first few chapters. Like, that's trauma that you have to deal with. It's like he won up Harry Potter once again here. Uh, (laughs) Three orphans as opposed to one. Did you ever read about how like there are like these action movies that are like you know the like this male like power trip where like mm. oh like you you killed my wife now I'm now I have no strings and I can just go on a rampage and this yeah. is like the kid version of that so you <laughs> killed all of our parents no one's grounding me now <laughs> I can um, skip school however yeah, much yeah. I want so is this hag this could be like a, an important one because you named yeah. this particular uh, to be fair I also named like Quiznot or whatever from the first uh, like fair, the prologue. Yeah, yeah. But our, she seems important enough. Are hags purple Rome. by nature? I think it was like a dead arm. The dead arm was purple itself? Like, you know, like old people are purple. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I wouldn't describe old people as purple personally, but okay. <laughs> you know, like, you know, they're they're old and like wrinkled and... Purple. The blood doesn't flow. Blue blood. Blue blood. Oh, they're blue blood. Yeah. Blue blood. Like, our, our old people are red, so, like... <laughs> wait, wait, what color what? do you think old... Like, <laughs> have you met an old person before? <laughs> I'm trying to make my 11-year-old self seem as smart as I can, so I'm going to justify as much as I can. Did, did he whip out a tape recorder earlier? Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That, that, was a, that, that was a setup. Um, he did record his father saying those words. <laughs> Little did he know. <laughs> he would need to use those just... Near hours. Is he later. always bugged? Does he just walk around with this <laughs> thing? And yeah. Any kid. I, I don't know if the same kid who's beating the tar out of kids and sending them to the ER is also the one who's carrying a tape recorder around. <laughs> He's always wearing a wider in case like he needs like evidence to like get him out of situations. He wants to be a reporter, but he wants to be like one of those like Jimmy Olsen, like, you know, fighting ISIS reporters. Right. Like, <laughs> Down, down in the dirt. I mean, just throat punch them all, you know? Like, nothing can go wrong. <laughs> I know how to stop ISIS. Punch them in the throat. <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, Joe's yeah. dad is dead. I feel like that would have been a good chapter ending point. No. But, but we continue on. I called it Return to Gale. I, we have yeah, to return, return to Gale. To Gale. Right, yeah. you're right. Joe awoke with a start. His heart pounded as he jolted up quickly. He yelped in pain as he felt his elbow, which he landed on as he came to Gale. He turned to the figures sleeping beside him. Sarah's strawberry blonde hair was sprawled across her face. Will was sleeping diagonally across Roan. The hag was bleeding blue blood. Though it wasn't enough to make her bleed to death, there was still a puddle of blood next to her shoulder. He shook his friends. Hey guys, wake up! They woke up with a start. Joe left the hag coughing on the ground. Where are we? asked Sarah, sitting up. In Gale, and if I'm right... Also, we should be at an elf named Quintus's house. There's nothing here. 
Joe hadn't noticed there were no walls around him, just piles of ash. Wait, How did Joe... he not notice that? <laughs> so he just assumed there were walls, and then he's like, oh wait, I just noticed that there are no walls around me. <laughs> Maybe they hadn't rendered yet. <laughs> oh, but why Why didn't he finish off the hag right then and there? Yeah, right? Throw punch uh, while she's down. <laughs> down. No, no. That's just cruel. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> that that's that's going to be that downfall. He's right got a code. <laughs> <laughs> Developed Joe it on code. the playground streets. <laughs> what happened to Quintus, Joe thought, looking around. He is dead, human, said a voice from the darkness. Joe, Sarah, and Will whipped around quickly. A figure loomed in the darkness. Hello, it said, stepping into the light. Joe got his first glimpse at the creature. It was about six feet tall, wearing all black with a spiraling collar around its neck. Instead of two eyes, there were three. Two were in the middle position, and the other was in the middle of its forehead. <laughs> Some of your characters are goth. Like, here we have another one with a spiky collar. Are wearing a choker? Yeah. Are my eyes in the middle position? <laughs> what is the middle position for eyes? Middle position. Come on. <laughs> the regular position. I, guess. I always like to assume the rule of third with eyes. Just kind of like. Well, you like know. the middle position, like be like one, one right here, one right here, <laughs> and then <laughs> the third one is somewhere on its forehead, right? Yeah. So it's got three eyes in a straight line. Listeners, no, no, send no. us fan out of what you think the eyes look like. <laughs> in the middle position. <laughs> what is a spiraling collar? Is that like a slinky that you wear around your neck? I don't know what that means in okay. the slightest listeners tell us what you think <laughs> uh the other was in the middle of its forehead quintus was killed by the dark lord genghis my name is watcher by the way <laughs> Just slipping that in there joe backed up watcher looked at him he's got three eyes and he's called watcher <laughs> it's clever it's kind of rude <laughs> joe backed up watcher looked at him with one eye while the other well, another looked at Will, and the last looked at Sarah. So they're also like super independent yeah, eyes like that chameleon. can focus on different things. Yeah, they kind of just... That's weird. Yeah. I guess it's better. If you got three eyes, you might as well have them be independent. Because yeah. otherwise, like, what is it really adding? Nothing. Not really much, <laughs> right? Uh, hello, Watcher? Sarah was wine-eyed, most likely for the fact that she was meeting a Gaelite that wasn't trying to kill her. Why do they call you Watcher? <laughs> One, for it is my name. And second, I am a Triclops. Also, I can see the past, present, and future all at once. Dropping some bombshells. Talk about burying the lead there. <laughs> Why do they call you that? It's my name. Also, I can see everything. Oh, you know, just like my name. I have three eyes. Also, I'm omniscient. <laughs> the name makes sense now, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was confused as well, and now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah smiled, then curtsied. Pleasant to meet you, Watcher. The Triclops bowed. Joe clenched his fist. Okay, who is Genghis, he said, cutting through the conversation. He is our king, sadly. He has control over us all. He is not the nicest of us all. Watcher frowned. His lower two eyebrows formed together. He killed Queenus recently for meeting a human and not revealing who he is. M meeting a human... 
Oh, and not revealing who the human oh, was. Yeah, no, you misspelled your protagonist's name. <laughs> Geo. It's just Joe. It's just three letters. <laughs> Geo. How long did it take you to type this? Were you touch typing at this point, minutes. or were you, or were you uh, searching and packing? Oh, for sure that. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I was doing type to learn, traveling sure. through time like that. But yeah. Queenus was mentioned right above too. I don't know if we picked up. <laughs> wait, on that. wait, Queenus. Geo and Queenus. I. It's just an objectively funny word, Queenus. <laughs> The loving marriage of quinoa and weenus. <laughs> Already two funny words. Geo shuffled his feet. Oh no, he said breathlessly. Will you be killed on our account? Shrieked Sarah, holding her hands to her mouth. No, Triclopses are more powerful than he. His magic cannot harm us. Then why don't you revolt? Because there was a sharp crackling sound. Joe turned on his heel quickly. There, holding a shattered sealther, stood Roan. Really liked the phrase, turned on his heel. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like a spin, almost. So they're stuck. They're stuck in Gale yeah. now. Well, there's, oh, yeah. there's one less sealther in the Where's world. The other, and the other sealther's at Earth, right? Somewhere. In theory, yes. the other sealther is at Earth. We don't know if the sealther that they took was Carius's old sealther. That the witch suddenly took power, like position Stole. up, yeah. or if it was like hers that she brought the other like hags over. That's with. true. Right, but I mean, either way, unless the first witch was lying, they were both on Earth. One went to Gale and is now shattered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there's still one left on Earth, and there's none on Gale right now. Yes. We so, should keep a kill count for uh, a kill <laughs> count in a sealther timeline, so he, which how, would not match with the how many Titanic. Bodies do we have though? How many has he actually has he killed two people so far? Yeah, he's two. killed both the witch, the first witches, but then not Roan. Roan is still oh, fine. Oh, Roan. Yeah, okay. So in his past criminal history is unknown. That's true. <laughs> yeah, there could be more. He yeah. sent he sent that kid to the ER, ER. in the first chapter. We don't know if he made it or not. <laughs> <laughs> That's the last chapters of the kid in the ER. <laughs> no, uh, Joe gets injured in Gale. And like is in like a Galian hospital, and then the kid in the ER dies, and Joe dies. Wow, that would be a quite the twist. That'd be amazing. Okay, so one seal there is like brown, like marble, because it exists, and I'm holding it now. But what do you think the color of the other one is? I think they're both the same. I don't know. Um, I'd imagine Benjamin Franklin would have spiced his up a little bit. <laughs> Has a little bit of a like lightning decal yeah, yeah, yeah. on it. <laughs> Um, okay, so what do we think of chapter five? Um, it started Long. with... Everybody's parents dying. Um, yeah, technically. I think this has to be like the penultimate chapter of the book, except for like the ending, right? Like this... this... What do you mean? The second to last? No, like this This chapter is like the most like dense as far as content. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Like, I mean, parents die. The, the friends find out that uh, Gail's real. And... An emotional roller Multiple coaster. people are murdered. I mean, this, things really amp up here. You really wanted to get to Gale, so you just made a chapter called Return to Gale, right? And then you realized there's like four other things you wanted to do first. So you wrote all those things and then finally got to Gale. No, that's fine. Just, sorry, Reese. No, go ahead. Do you think Joe knows his dad is dead? Because he might not have necessarily realized. I don't know, yeah. Because he didn't really react either. My guess is that he does, and that he'll have some sort of emotion thing. 
But it does sound like him and his dad were like all that close, you know? I mean, he didn't tell him that he was a, a fish. Yeah, that's true. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, I like this chapter. I think it's a... Uh, I'm, I'm into it, man. <laughs> I am very curious what's going to happen next. I mean, do what... <laughs> What, what's their motivation now? Do they go on revenge for their fallen parents? They try to cure? Well, out right Gates, now, right? they don't have a way to get home. So I'm probably it's going to be some sort of like odyssey figuring out how to get, get back. Right. But there's like literally no way until the other Sealther comes back, right? In Unless theory. they can like fix this Sealther. Oh, by like gluing it together? Yeah, like gluing it together. <laughs> Magical properties are all that. Like if you pick up one piece of it, maybe it sends like your hand through, <laughs> but not like <laughs> not your, your whole body. body. I, don't I, don't think, I don't think Joe's going to want to go home. I mean, he wanted to get the Gale, right? <laughs> it's true. That was his whole plan the first Yeah, time. but he wanted to apologize to Quintus, or Quintus, but Quintus is dead. Yeah. Killed by... Uh, I mean, not the nicest of us all. I, I definitely see that Joe might want to stay in Gale because his life at Earth was pretty sucky. I mean, he's, he's got nothing there. Right, he's no. getting sent to the principal's office like yeah. seven times a day and, you know, constantly beating kids up. Definitely had a troubled now life. Orphan. No yeah. friends. Orphaned. Maybe he just got bored of beating, like, humans up. He's like, you know, I need something else. <laughs> I need next level. <laughs> I am above these people. <laughs> Do you think... Um, you know, as far as expositional devices go, having somebody who sees the past, present, and future is probably, a, that's a good way to go about finding sure. out information. He's like, hey, how do we get home now? <laughs> I, five bucks, there's some like code that he has where we can't tell the future. You know what I mean? He can like, only merely, see it. Merely watch. That's why they call him the watcher. Oh, that's yeah, true, that's yeah. It. I like how they're more powerful than, than like the king. And they're like, oh, we can't. We can't do it. We'll but find he's going to explain why, and then he got cut off, and you now think, we might never know. Do you think why. the watch is going to kill Roan, or do you think Joe's going to kill Roan, or do you think she escapes? I want to imagine that Joe just beats the tar out of her. She killed his dad. Yeah. So, like, I want to see her punch a hole through her spine. Yeah, that's kill number three for sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's a handmade stoma there. Uh, well, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope that you're just as enthralled and horrified as we are. Well, let's be real. They're going straight to the next episode, right? I mean... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Before we end this, though, I'm still kind of, like, stuck on the whole eyebrow thing. Like, <laughs> do the eyebrows all also move independently of the eyes? So could, like... Could he, like, theoretically, like, play Pong, like, just on his face? <laughs> <laughs> Bouncing an eye between two <laughs> eyebrows? <laughs> yeah. I want to imagine that's how it is. My guess is that 11-year-old Newt was not thinking like that. If I, I did write a character. Uh, I wrote this, like... I, I did a... I, it was really sad, uh, now that I look back on it. But I made a video with, like, um, images that I both drew and then also, like, I, I found online. I made, a like, a video that described a book I wanted to write. Um, and I had it... I had my... Fifth, my fifth grade teacher play it in class um and you, just, you had her play it yeah it was like in hindsight i was like oh in the moment i was like this is cool i want people to see this book i'm gonna write it wasn't for rupture it was for a different book um and in hindsight like that is the cringiest thing i I've know ever holy heard. crap I, I, wow. I did not remember that until just this moment, but I, I brought in a flash drive with a video that I made that talked about the characters and the world of this book I wanted to write. And she played it 
in class. And I don't know why I didn't have friends until sophomore year. (laughs) (laughs) I was so cool. Wow. Do you remember the reaction at all? The emotions Um, when they played? I was really proud of it. It was like a sci-fi... it was called like Super Weapon, and there was like these aliens in it. There was one alien who had one eye, and he had like a tube system through his body, so like his eye could like warp, like go through the tubing and pop in a different place in his body. It's also like where his like heart and stuff were, so like you had to cut off the eye to kill him. And I described that in detail, which is gross. Like, and wow. My teachers indulged me way too much in elementary school. Because <laughs> I also brought in Rupture, like this book. You and, did? Yeah, during, in my, my sixth, or sixth grade. Um, and I, at this point, it wasn't even like in a binder. It was just a pile of papers. And I went, look, I wrote a book. And the teacher went, hey, everybody, look, Newt wrote a book. <laughs> Which maybe was bullying now in hindsight. But I think she was like encouraging me. But I wouldn't have. That's awful. Um, I feel that you were so bold. and I can't even imagine doing that in sixth grade or I fifth think grade. I became less bold as a result of my... <laughs> the ladies didn't love you for this? I feel like wow. Huh. I can, I can kind of relate to that. You know, like, like you know, I made videos when I was like a little kid. So, yeah. like, you know, someone shows one in class and in class, you know, would rather be doing anything else but learning, you know, so they give you a little praise for that. And then you're like, oh, wait till my next video. It's going to blow your minds. And then, like, you just kind of, like, forced into the field a little bit more. Yeah. But there's a sense of, there'd be, like, a sense of irony there. But, like, Newt felt like he really, like, this was, like, trying to get himself out there. And I feel that. Man. I was so proud. I was like, I'm going to be, I'm going to get this published. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. be a published writer. And also, like, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but, like, when I was a kid, like I worshipped Christopher Paolini, who wrote Aragon, got it published when he was like sixteen, and like I was so convinced that that was gonna be me, that like when at the time I got to like fifteen, I became just like depressed because I was like, I haven't accomplished anything. <laughs> Aragon gave Dang. a lot of kids like a false sense of I can write a terrible fantasy novel too and become really famous. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I kind of did the same thing. I never finished them, though. So that's that's what's impressive about this. I can't believe you wrote the entire thing, <laughs> right? Um, yeah, there's so like much dedication. Start stuff, but yeah, like to actually write. I mean, how many pages is this? I like think three hundred something. I literally wrote like half a page before I'm like typing sucks. I never <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm never bored. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I, I just think like I thought I could do that, and so. Which I'm I'm endlessly fascinated by just like what, like, structurally, I think I understood stories better then than I do now, which is weird because like I know all the theory now about story structure and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But like I wrote like this is a legitimate break into act two, like an inciting incident and everything like those are all cheesily done, but the structure's there and like I know how it ends and like there's a legitimate third act and everything i'm like i did that on accident yeah. just like it was a hell of a talent man but yeah. now i can't and I, I think like just the boldness of like oh i can do that the the the, the uh what is the word uh hubris of like <laughs> i can do that led to actually doing stuff but now i'm like just so self-conscious about stuff that like what i write i just endlessly rewrite or i never finish mm-hmm. and like well there's definitely so like back then it was like originality wasn't like the 
front and foremost thought like you're you're blatantly ripping off a whole bunch of other <laughs> mediums and books yeah, and yeah. stuff but now like as you're older and you realize oh i'm just copying the same structure as this you know i'm just rewriting percy jackson with all their parents dead but now now you have to think like oh this is original this has already been done before and yeah. you know, those kind of thoughts aren't hampering you when you're but a kid. i think like i honestly think you write better stuff when you're not thinking about it that hard maybe Sure. It depends on the individual, I would say. Because I feel like most of the stuff that sells now, how much of it is original? I mean, Aragon is basically just Star Wars, right? Yeah. Just in, like, yeah, fantasy world. Is it? Yeah. Kinda. Here, this is your father's sword. Oh, it turns out I'm the actually old your mentor father. that, like, kind of, yeah, plays the Obi-Wan role. And you got, like, a Dark Lord that he's going to take down. And huh. the last of an order, right? There's only, like, three dragons left or yeah. something. Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of comparisons, yeah. Interesting. Parallels. That's why it's terrible. <laughs> i remember i remember aragon being like you know huge like no mm. like our friend noah was reading it you know like mm. like all, all all the kids all the cool kids were reading aragon and i was like okay i'll i'll give this i'll give this a shot i'll see what it's all about and i opened it and i read like the first line which is something like like once like like once there lived like a little like like a young farm boy or something something <laughs> like that and it's like, yeah, I don't want to read about a farm boy. And so I closed it and never went back to it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And there's also, yeah, he's a farm boy. And then he goes off into town for a little bit. He comes back and his house is burned to the ground. I'll tell you, sixth grade Zach was pretty enthralled by Aragon. <laughs> no, I loved that. it. Yeah. I worshipped it. And, and like, part of me is still, like, a 19-year-old kid wrote that. Like, Oh, I mean, yeah, that part of it is pretty impressive, I guess. I and guess. I don't know. It was even adapted into a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So part of this, like, I part of this makes me like sad to go back through this. Like, it's both really, really funny, but also this part of it just goes like, ah, I just did not care. In that I just wrote and wrote and like made stuff, and it's and probably, bad. You probably enjoyed writing it. But yeah, for sure. And like, and also fantasy is just fun to to write anyway. Mm. But like, no, no, just part of me is just like, also I go like, oh, this kid had no friends. I, I kind of like that because, you know, like Joe himself, you know, he's like, he, he, he essentially doesn't have friends, right? He, he keeps pushing people away mm. and like, I don't need friends. I'm too good for you friends. You are Joe. I think we've established <laughs> yeah. this. I've only killed one times. person by punching them in the throat. Though, so. <laughs> well, I, I, I'm excited to keep reading. Um, if you're listening, thank you for listening. Uh, uh, join us either next week or in the next few seconds, depending on when you're listening and how we drop it. All right. Bye. Uh, bye-bye. <laughs> bye. We squeezed another like 15 minutes out of that recording. Like yeah. from where you, like it felt like you were originally going to end it. Stay Buried is narrated by Jeremy Glass and is hosted by Newton Holt, Nick Olferts, Kevin Collins, Zach Collins, and Eli Virgil. Original compositions by Thomas Rankin. Stay Buried is sponsored by Nobody, so enjoy it while you can because we, we are burning money. Make sure to follow Stay Buried on Instagram at Stay Buried, obviously, and subscribe for future episodes. Thank you for listening. Please send us fan art. Goodbye. He fought the urge to lie down and die. <laughs> same, Joe, same. <laughs>